You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So this is fine-tuned halacha. Uh, we've been dealing with the halachic legacy of Rabbi Gedalia Dave Schwartz, that's how. Um, this is a um, an article that was printed in Rav Gedalia's uh, journal, the journal that Rav Gedalia edited, Hadarom. And um, it, it, incredibly, uh, it, it got some blowback, as it's called today. And I also have a chuva from Rav Gedalia about uh, this specific point, which is going to be our, our last element on it. Now, I, I mentioned today, if you remember, uh, how I came to meet Rabbi Schwartz was acting as uh, one of the Dayonim in a Bezdin for Geirus. Now, one of the crucial aspects of Geirus, of course, there's three, Mila, uh, Tvila, Kabbalah, Mitzvos, right? And all of them really need to happen as part of, all of them really need to happen uh, as part of a Bezdin. All of them have to happen as part of a Bezdin. So, when it's when we're dealing with a uh, a man, and the bezdin are obviously are all men, all three of these occur under our auspices of the bezdin, um, and yes, you have to see the person get the bris, <laughs> you have to see the hatafas dam bris. Um, and to see that there was indeed a bris milah done, and kabbalas mitzvahs. Now, kabbalas mitzvahs, it's interesting that it's usually done in gerus, it's usually done in the in the mikvah itself. That's where the kabbalas mitzvahs occurs. Now, most of the time, uh, all the gerate tzedek who have been candidates have been studying, have been learning, and the rabbonim that are dealing with them obviously know where they're holding. Um, but there still needs to be a formal Kabbalah's mitzvahs in, by the Bezdin. Things get a little bit dicey when it comes to women. Um, where is the Kabbalah's mitzvahs? Where, where does the Bezdin hear the Kabbalah's mitzvahs? And do, does the Bezdin, how does the Bezdin see the Tevila? So let's take a look. So this was a, a, a uh, ha'ora from the uh, the chief rabbi of St. Louis, Rabbi Rifkin. Um, rabbi Rifkin was, um, St. Louis is one of the few cities that still has this position. Rav Aroshi Av Bezdin. They don't always have a big shul, but they're considered sort of like the uber of the town. So I don't know if Rabbi Rifkin is still doing this or not, but here's the question. Do they need to see she went underwater? Or should they be standing in the other room? So in other words, that's considered good enough. They don't need to be in the room, uh, on the mikvah room, the room of the right. Now, all I need to tell you, Rabbi Schwartz, and he, we're going to see his psaac, uh, that the way it works is, is that we actually 
are, are supposed to look in the room. That was Rabbi Schwartz's psak. And know and see that her, that her head is under the water. And that she's not hiding someplace. And that the only place she could be is in the water. Um, and then we go ahead. But clearly that's considered, you know, maybe, maybe that, is that not sneistic? Maybe we should just assume, oh, look, we know what's going on. There's a mikvah lady who checked to make sure there were no chatzitzas. Why do we even have to be uh, staring into the room, especially as the women feel uncomfortable? And I know that this has been, Sheila, you'll correct me if I'm wrong, I know that this has been one of the complaints that you have sometimes heard in, in recent years about what's considered an undignified um, situation for uh, conversion candidates to, to have to have men be and actually even peek into the room to make sure that the women are uh, indeed under the water. I don't know if you've but heard we this. Wear, we wear, I, you know, I'm the Jomeris for Gairus. So um, they, they, we have a sheet that they wear like a poncho. There's no chatzitza because it floats. Right. So this is one of the eights that they have come up with now. We never did that with Rabbi Schwartz, but that was one of the things that, and, and you heard what Sheila just said. Sheila said basically the way it happens is, is that the woman um, is seen dunking herself in the water, but yeah, she's Rabbi not, but, but she's, with a CRC. But, but she's not nude because she's wearing a sheet around her. But that sheet is considered so loose. And it's so loose that we know that the water has entered into there. And this way she preserves her dignity. And, and she, you're saying this is the CRC's recommendations, right? Well, no, this is what the CRC does on a regular basis, yeah. Right. When you have uh, Giorgis. When women Giorgis, yeah. Right. Now, that is not the way. But let's take a look and see how that developed. We've already got the end of the story. But let me just show you some of the questions about about this. Anyway. So he says, um, Many times when we talk about Edus, do you really need to see the exact detail? You see as much as you're able to see, and you know what you saw is, is the truth. Now, for example, let's go talk about graphic ideas. What about Adam who are going to testify that adultery has occurred? They don't need to be like peeping toms and and actual seeing. As long as the Gemara says they look like they're having sexual relations, that's good enough. Rambam Paskin's that way. Now, the Rambam asks a question. Maybe we're going to kill the guy. We're going to kill the guy for adultery. You better make sure there was penetration. No. If what they saw was them, you know, you know, engaged in what looks like sexual activity, you can assume with the chazoka that there was penetration enough to actually put the man to death, assuming that the testimony stands up under investigation. Um, even in a less um, drastic way, we know that there was, according to the Mishnah Kedushan, and, and it was done aloha, there was Kedushay Bia. Now, um, you, you need Adam for that. And what do you need Adam for? 
what does the Rambam say? That's all. You're So you need Adim, but all you need is the Adim know that they went into a room together. So what you see is Lachora, that's good enough. So Adus, it would seem, does not need the complete full Monty. But this is different. Why? Because this is Bezdin. Bezdin is not testifying that it occurred. Why? Because it's a mishpat. It has to occur in front of that. Now, therefore, Bezdin might need more than Adis. Now, obviously, as Sheila points out, maybe it's possible to see she's in the water, but you don't necessarily, in a way that doesn't be Pogim and Ertzniyus. So, if we look in the Rambam, when the Rambam speaks about Gerus, the Rambam says the following, this is the Rambam. Women, like Sheila, make sure she's in the water up until her neck. And the Dayanim are outside. And outside, the Dayanim then, as Sheila, you've heard it, of course, they ask these questions. And they ask, are you Makabu Shabbos? Are you Makabu uh, the mitzvahs of the Torah? And she's in the water. When she says yes to their questions, the Ramam says, the Acherkach Tovelis Bifneim, the Hain Machzirin Pineim, the Yotzin Kidei Shaloyiru Osa Keshetalaminamayim. So they do see her head. According to the Rambam, it sounds like they see her head above water. They see her head go under the water. Then they leave, right. the, then they leave the room. Right. Now, so you see from the Rambam, they see her. The Shulchan Aruch quotes the Rambam. The Piskei Tshuva writes there, in the name of one of the famous Achronim, the Perach Mata Aron, De im lo tovlo b'fnei Bezdin, sarach shio diua, pam shenis mixas mitzvah t'mnei Bezdin. If Bezdin did not see the tevila, then they got to do it over again. The famous postic of the 19th century, the Maria Sad, writes, the tevila needs Bezdin. Le katechila. Now that's already a kula. According to the Maria Saad, even if they didn't see the Tvila, they just know it happened. As long as they ask the questions, that's good enough. Rav Moshe Feinstein um, was asked this question of how to do Tvila for women exactly by Rablaid Grosnas, who was the Av Bezdin in London. And he says, if you look at Ramesh's Shuvah, 
that they need to see the Tvila. Not like the Maria Asad. Rabbi Moshe disagreed. And um, Rabbi Yudalayb Tzirosan writes that as well. Um, Rabbi Gedalia Felder, uh, who is a, was a big bucky in various aspects of Alocha from Toronto, uh, also writes about this, and they want to say that the Maria Saad, who was considered the, one of the, after the Chsam Sofer died, people considered him one of the poske ador. That Rav Moshe is not really arguing with the Maria Saad. The Maria Saad is talking in a case where they don't ask her about the mitzvos at the mikvah. Anyway, I'm not sure if there's enough Lakers or not, but I do know what Rav Meishashit is. So, as you can see, Rav Moshe seems to hold that you need Tvila as the Bezin should be there for Tvila. Now, so, Why isn't the tefillah good enough with the Bezdin? Because we know it's not Geras until she's Makabal Mitzvahs. So Bezdin has to be there for Kabbalah's Mitzvahs as well and for the tefillah. Rav Rifkin wants to know what would be according to Rav Moshe if the Bezdin did not see her go in the water. He's not 100% sure if you'd have to go back and do it. It sounds to me like you would. Um, but the St. Louis Besden decided, and based on the RCA, that Besden needs to see her go under the water. And in order for people not to turn this into some sort of scandalous thing, there are many eights. Now, we know, Rav Rifkin says, that there have been many cases of Geras, thousands, where the Besden did not see the Tvila actually, and they were standing outside. Those cases, those women are walking around. What should we do? Um, he says he, he thinks there are a thousand cases like that, and there's many Orthodox garrison. So, what should we do? He's not sure. That is what Rebbefkin says. So again, Sheila, they didn't take your Eitzah. They didn't take the Eitzah of the CRC. They didn't do what Rabbi Schwartz and I did. Should we say it's a suffix that the Besden didn't see it, even though they knew it happened? I think most of you are probably saying, of course, she's a Gioris. Who do you think it was? You think she really wasn't under the water? Of course. To establish a fact, you have to have witnesses. That's just. But it's more than witnesses. It's, it's, <laughs> in order for her to be a Gioris, it's done in Besden represents Klal Yisrael. In other exactly. Words, so, it has, she wasn't, it so, so it isn't just they know it happened. 
it's like right. it, it, it's like she wasn't at Harsina yet, unless the those three people represent Claudius role, and it's got to be in front of them. If they're in a different room, it might not be good enough, and that's what Rabbi Rifkin is saying. Now, Rifkin wrote this letter two uh, a year or two later. Um, a letter came in response to this from Rav. Um, from uh, the Dian in Leeds, England. So the Dian of Leeds, England, Rabbi Yosef Appel, wrote the following. He says, in our Besden in Leeds, we do not have the Besden there in the mikvah room. Rak isha omedes shama b'shas tevila, v'omeres lahabezdin shaomdim shama michutz michutz shatvila yofa. You rely on the mikvah lady, which upam omerli rav echod shagayner meisha Feinstein posak shabezdin srikan rosa tevila, which is what we just said, right? <laughs> that Rav Meisha holds that it's a meisha bezdin. They have to see it. When Rabbi Appel from Leeds heard about this, because one of the Rabbonim said, are you sure those women are considered really Giyoyerson? I called the Besden in London and said, is this possible that we're doing it wrong? Because, you know, in England, I guess they're very um, proper. <laughs> and they told me, that the Dayan who had been the Av Bezdin in London, Rav Yecheskel Abramsky, that was the Reish Bezdin, said Bezdin does not have to see it and can rely that it definitely occurred based on the mikvah lady. And that is the way it was done in, in, in England. Okay? So, we have now Machlekes, the uh, English English Dinim and the American Dinim. Rabbi Kibalevich? Yes. What are the examples from Eastern Europe, from Lita, and other, are there any, is there any documentation? So we see the Maria Assad spoke about it. We see that they were talking about it. It sounds from the Maria Assad that he, they don't have to be there. That's what it sounds like. So, yeah. um, yeah. and Rav Moshe obviously knew what was happening in Europe. Um, he wasn't at spring, he wasn't like 20 years old when he came here. He knew what Bate Dinam were doing in, 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 in Russia and Lithuania. So, let's take a look now at what Rabbi Rifkin wrote to back to Rabbi Schwartz. So Rabbi Rifkin wrote back that I see Rabbi Pell says... I, uh, in other words, right. He says, I hear what Rav Appel says, but I am almost 100% sure that it was publicly said by Rav Moshe Tendler, the son-in-law of Rav Moshe Feinstein, That 
this was Rav Moshe's psak. Um, and the Rambam, as we said, says tovel es Um I don't deny that Rav Appel heard of the, the psak of Bethesda Abramsky, but as great as Abramsky was, as Talmud of Rav Chaim Briska, uh, older than Ramesha Feinstein, well-known as the author of the, the Chazan Yechezkel, what are you going to do with the Rambam? And um, therefore, you know, um, I'm happy to hear it, but it doesn't seem to be correct. So the truth is, Rabbi Schwartz himself, although he never published this <laughs> in the magazine, he wrote a truva about this. And it's written on this old typewriter. I'm not sure if he typed it out or he had a secretary type it out. But this is Rabbi Schwartz's psak about this situation. And Rabbi Schwartz says the following. And he quotes Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe says it's not called a Din Bezdin. Um, and it, it's a Suffolk Dedina. And that was, of course, the, the Dian in London, Dian Grosnas. And it sounds like Rav Moshe holds, you have to do it again. So, remember what Rav Rifkin said. Rav Rifkin said there's a problem because there's so many women out there that the Besden did not function that way. So Rav, Rav Gedalia Schwartz says this. I am no one to criticize Rav Moshe Feinstein. Mikol Mokai. Um, Tesis talks about, and it's about a case of a woman going to the mikveh, and Tosfus says, and uh, Tosfus has two answers. One answer is, you maybe don't need to have a bezdin for the mikveh. Tesis says, since we know she went to the mikveh, and everybody knows that she was in the mikveh, that's as if they were there. That's Tysus. Now, the Rambam doesn't say that, but there is a Tysus who says it. Rabbi Schwartz then did more research, and he said, if you take a look on the side of the Gemara, uh, in, in, in many of the editions of Yevamis, there's a parish that the um, that the new printers of the Gemara put in, called Taisvis Chad Mikamoi. Like one of the earlier Taisvis, we don't know who wrote it. But he writes, he says, Kivan the Nizkar Kibbul of Mitzvis, Umitzis Chamuros, Avabisha Bishasa Kabol, and his Daman Liesam Shlesha. So he says, you take a look, that it sounds like 
a, a, a ger, even not a, a, a woman, who was megayer beinoa beinatzmai. That, of course, is not a ger. But as long as you've told the mitzvahs, even though and then he goes to the mikvah, or a woman went to the mikvah because she was a nida. So we never saw her go to the mikvah as a bezdin. They are considered gerim since we know they went to the mikvah. So he says, you see from Taisvis, that as long as we know, it's as if bezdin was there. True, the first Territ of Taisvis says, no, you've got to be there. The Taisus Chad Mekamoi holds that Bidiyevra Filoyisham Shlosha by Kabovas Mitzvahs. She's a gear. You just, you don't need, you need all three of the people there. You need someone of the Bezdin to have told them about the Mitzvahs. But you don't need all three people by the Kabovas Mitzvahs either. Rav Schwartz compares this to another halakha about someone who got married without Edim. But everybody knows that they got married, but there were no kosher Edim there. So the Aruch HaShulchan says they are completely married, even though there was, and this of course is a very important psak for many of the Maranos and others who got married in churches and things like that. There was no kosher Adam, but the children were considered married. The, the parents were considered married, and they would need a get. And when they escaped and whatever, you needed to get a get. Why were they considered married? Where was the Adus? Well, the Rakhashokan said you don't need Adus when you know it occurred. Similar to what Tysus writes about a Mysa Besnan. That if everybody knows it happened, and that's a reality, you don't need to have been there. Rav, Moshe, Rav, Rav Schwartz then quotes the Ramban as, uh, in Yavonis, and he quotes the Rashba, and then he quotes here Chacham Avadya. And Chacham Avadya, of course, deals with this subject, Kefi Darko, Bibikius. He quotes everybody. Now, Chacham Avadya writes, Ein lahokov asos velismoch. And he brings the psak of Rav Shmuel Salanta from Yerushalayim, that you can be matir kabolas mitzvahs if it's outside of the mikvah. And then she should go to the mikvah with noshim ksheres. So we see Chocham Avadia quotes opinions that do allow no connection at all. In other words, um, the Kabbalah's mitzvah was outside of the mikvah, and the mikvah lady saw her go in. So even though Rav Meish's psak is there, based on Taisvis, based on Chacham Avadya, nira b'cholhani uvdis, you have to know how did it occur? What happened first? 
if the, the, the candidate was Makabal Mitzvahs, and then she went to the mikvah without the Bezdin, then you know that the Kabbalah's Mitzvahs happened in front of Bezdin. The mikvah ladies tell you she went in, or you know she went in for some other reason. That's Bidyevit, a good Geyers. And she doesn't have to go to the mikvah again. Because at least one of the essential parts of the Geyers occurred in front of Bezdin. Let's say all of it happened without the Bezdin being there, but one of the people in the Bezdin told her about some of the mitzvahs. Even there, Bidyevit, if she already got married to a Jew, we're not going to say her children are not Jewish. But if she hasn't gotten married yet, we'll tell her to come back. So we see from here, not like Rav Moshe. And Rav, Rav Schwartz, although he did not print this up in the journal, Rav Schwartz was willing to answer what Rabbi Rifkin said. That Rav Moshe is correct. What Rabbi Fesco Abramsky said is definitely a bidyevit, but it's considered a kosher tzvila. In terms of tzniyas, Chacham Avadya said the Eitzah, which is what Sheila talked about. Now that means that they put up a sheet or wide clothes that there shouldn't be chatzitza. And that, he felt, would be the Eitzah. That's not what we did in, 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 in <laughs> I did with Rabbi Schwartz, but as you can see, once the question started to develop, right. it was Chacham Avadya's Eitzah here, Right, different things, batidinim, like some would in the old mikvah when you actually had like rails around it, um, they would put up sheets on the railing that, and the woman would be like in the corner of the pool so that basically they, when they peek over the railing, all they see is a head. Get a certain like, and that, that's for those batidinim who would not use a sheet, but all you, all you would see is a head because of the angle of everything. But that was a little nerve-wracking for some people. <laughs> and um, So, Sheila, were many of the women perturbed about this, this, these events when they happened? I mean, you were with them. Yeah, were... yeah, I was there the whole time. Um, no, it depended on, on the women, obviously, and each. But I think in some ways, and it's maybe just my opinion, so you don't have to listen to it. But I think as time has gone on, people are more and more nervous about this. In, the, in other words, since the... Yeah, people weren't, like, so concerned that someone was going to see something they shouldn't see. They would just do the right thing, and everyone would, you know, you're coming here at Shemayim, and no one's looking... So, so you're, you're, I, think, I think what you're saying is maybe we should, in today's time, perhaps accept Rabbi Chesko Abramsky's directives even though it goes against the Rambam and, and Revelation, right. because people are... A little more skittish about things. And we, we, yeah. Anyway, so that is a little bit of the history, and you can see Rabbi Schwartz was, was very involved in it. First of all, he, he put the issues in, his, in the journal that he edited, and you can see the Psaq Halacha that he gave, and Moshe, of course, you should be happy that he uses Chacham Avadia 
as one of the main linchpins for his psak. Uh, definitely, you know, and in, 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 in what he feels the way it should be done. And you can see things have changed as far as that goes. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.